it is now time for people to repent. This is not normal. More than one million people die from malaria every year, with 90% occurring in sub-Saharan Africa. COVID-19 has changed our world. Today we are planting 15,000 ebony trees in Cameroon. And for the first time, ebony won't be harvested from the middle of the pristine forest. The scramble for Africa was over a long time ago, and now the continent is in your very hands. What you choose to do with that will define Africa's future. Africa Science Focus is back. This is a weekly program from SciDev.net where journalists from across the continent take you to the front lines of science and global development. This week, we take a closer look at abortion in Africa. We hear from women in Zambia and Malawi and examine the laws and the obstacles that they are facing. I am Sally Amutabi. Oh, this current war now is killing people, it's killing women, it's killing girls because it's not safe, it's not accommodative. Malawi's maternal mortality rate remains one of the highest in the world with complications from unsafe abortion estimated to account for up to 18% of maternal deaths. With 16% of pregnancies resulting in termination, abortion presents a major health challenge. We speak with a woman who wasn't able to access a legal abortion and was instead forced to choose an unsafe alternative. This is Brenda. For safety reasons, her name and voice have been altered. Right now, in as much as yes, uh, abortion is there in the laws, but it is restrictive, it is not accommodative. In fact, we can say that abortion is illegal. Yes, it's there in the laws, like I've said, but it's restrictive in the sense that it only allows the woman to, or the doctors to terminate the pregnancy, only when the mother's life is at stake. That's tricky because how do they define a mother's life being, being at stake or being in danger? Danger can be identified in so many ways. We can talk of the mental health, uh, physically. So it's not everyone who is allowed to abort by the laws of Malawi. A national debate has been underway in Malawi since 2015. Women's health advocates are attempting to liberalize abortion laws. Our reporter spoke to Dr. Chisalem Hango to understand the current legal framework and its intended purpose. Abortion laws are there all over the world. The reason why there's an abortion law is to prevent women dying from complications of unsafe abortion. So when we find that women are still dying, are still procuring unsafe abortion, it means there is something wrong with our law. We need to revisit it so that it does what it is intended to do, that is to reduce mortality. What the statistics are telling us is that most abortions are not in women that have got a problem, a health problem, okay? Uh, if they have a health problem, they go to the hospital, they get a safe abortion. But the ones that don't have a health problem, 
they are the ones who are refused safe abortion. And because they want to have an abortion, they have no alternative but to go to unsafe abortion. Unfortunately, most people think, we've been thinking that it was mostly girl, young girls. But our studies show that 80% of the women that come for, have been uh, procuring abortion were actually married women. We have got too much work to manage women that have got secured uh, uh, unsafe abortion. They have to be with us for a longer time in the hospital. They have to go to theater to cleaning and requiring surgical management and so on. When all this could have been done uh, cheaply when a woman is, uh, comes early in the morning, has his uh, safe abortion done, afternoon they go home. We know from statistics globally that um, providing safe abortion, legalizing, liberalizing a law does not increase the number of women coming for abortion. The number remains the same. You just shift from unsafe abortion to safe abortion at a reduced cost, a greatly reduced cost uh, to the healthcare system. The intended bill aims to expand the grounds for legal abortion to include threats to a woman's physical and mental health, pregnancy resulting from rape, and severe fetal malformations. Although some advocates hoped for more, Brenda says these first steps are important. So you hear stories of people dying due to unsafe abortions. So I was lucky that I had access to go to the hospital, even though things did not go properly, but I had that access to go to the hospital. But we are talking of other people from the rural communities, from the rural areas, who don't even have easy access to healthy facilities. Even if they do, they can't even afford to pay, because like I said, it was a, a private hospital. So not How everybody. Twenty Around 20,000 then, and that was, that was some more than five years back. And that's about $25. Yes. So just because you're doing that, you don't want your parents to know, you don't want the community to know, you do it behind closed doors, you do it underground. You have no other choice but to try the other methods that people talk about to say, okay, if you want to abort, you have to drink other herbs. Some say aloe vera. If you want to abort, then you just have to use a cassava, a cassava steam. So people use, do that. People do that. They insert sharp objects in the vagina just to get rid of the, of the pregnancy. So those are desperate, desperate measures, desperate methods, just simply because our government does not accommodate or rather does not provide safe methods of abortion, which is through the hospital. Because now the fact that the law is not accommodative is becoming a challenge because we are losing people. Young people are dying every day due to unsafe abortions. The, uh, most young people are falling victims of defilement, even incest. Now, if for somebody who has been defiled or somebody who has been raped and gets pregnant out of that rape or out of that defilement, you can't force that person to keep the pregnancy just simply because the laws cannot allow that person to abort. No, there is so much trauma. They still have to live with the rape uh, memories in their mind and at the same time we are making them to keep the baby and that baby will be a constant reminder an everyday reminder of that bad experience so we're saying if the person chooses to keep the pregnancy please they should do it the safer way in order to save their life so this law is very important because it will protect our girls who are falling victims of rape who are falling victims of deformity including incest
please, we need to have laws that accommodate people to abort safely. Because yes, the government chose to give a blind eye to this issue. But the fact still remains that things are happening. People are dying all the time. And the funny thing is that the government uh, doesn't permit uh, or doesn't give ac easy access to safe abortion, but it treats post-abortion care. It treats the, the, the complications that arise from, from uh, unsafe abortion. They will treat you. Yeah? So it's funny because the government is spending billions of money uh, offering post-abortion care service while it can spend less than that when providing safe methods of abortion, which is uh, uh, abortions conducted by well-trained uh, healthy personnel in their local hospitals so that they can be affordable for everyone. Malawi's neighbor, Zambia, allows terminations of pregnancies on socio-economic grounds. Here is Timothy Banda from the Reproductive Health and Rights Organization, IPAS. Abortions account for about 30% of uh, the maternal death. As you may understand, abortions may be illegal or legal. There are safe ones which are done in a hospital by a qualified medical practitioner, but there are also those which are done in the communities by the so-called quack doctors, or maybe the grandmother will give the girl the, the, the uh, illicit drug, so to speak. So, so we have uh, women and girls procuring drugs for abortion in over-the-counter, like in private clinics, in, in private pharmacies. Even with clearer legislation, Zambia still faces an incredibly high maternal mortality rate. Few women who are in need of an abortion can meet the legal requirements that it be performed by a physician in a hospital with the consent of three medical practitioners, that there are less than two physicians per 10,000 people in Zambia is just one of the logistical barriers. We hear from Anna on her experience obtaining medication illegally from a private clinic. I have done an abortion before. I got pregnant with this guy and I never knew his parents or much about his family. And he said he was not ready and he was not, he was not stable. And because he said he had another child with the other lady, the child which was three years, mm -hmm. so he said I shouldn't keep the pregnancy. Also to my family, I wouldn't want, I didn't want them to know about my pregnancy. And yeah, uh, just the same boyfriend bought some tablets. I think that's the only thing that he invested money on. Yeah, bought those medicine, those three tablets. Yeah. They were they're the ones I used. Okay. Mm -hmm. how, how did you use them? Um, I was told one was to insert. Mm -hmm. I started by inserting, and then the the other one was to drink the same time after inserting the other one, and the other or the third one was to be taken after three days. Mm. Was it painful? Yeah, it was, you know, whereby you're forcing the, the period. 
it should pain yeah it pained a little bit yeah okay um did you talk to anybody else about that no it was a secret between me and the same boyfriend of mine okay. i never told anyone okay why 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 didn't you want people to know about it i was afraid of being stigmatized people would say no she aborted and stuff she's like this and stuff people would stigmatize me so i avoided that unattached on social stigma there prevalent across the whole of africa back to timothy to explain what the sources of this stigma may be stigma can be at individual level because in zambia issues of abortions are taboo abortion is taken to be something somebody is not supposed to undertake and this is critical because it's a barrier to accessing your services also at the facilities the healthcare provider might stigmatize a girl for example is young and they want to terminate a pregnant but also at community level so where the community doesn't give such social support where where the healthcare provider doesn't give the necessary help to a woman who wants to terminate a pregnant then it becomes a critical issue. That was Timothy Banda ending our report. Great statistics from Malawi and Zambia that depict various situations in most if not all African countries in the African continent that are trying to curb and fight high maternal mortality rate. And with abortion in the picture, just how safe can this be done? Got a question about today's episode? Drop us a message and we'll ask our specialist to respond. Contact us on WhatsApp via plus two five four seven nine nine zero four two five one three. You can subscribe to our program, download episodes, and leave a review at www.sidev.net. That is all for today on Africa Science Focus. See you next Wednesday. This program was funded by the European Journalism Center through the European Development Journalism Grant Program with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.